This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Hello and welcome to John's Media Show, where we'll talk about media and other stuff. Now before I get started on my review of Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood, I'd like to give a shout out to any friends or family that may be tuning in to listen to me today. I hope you enjoy the show. And for any new listeners that may be tuning in to listen to me today, I would like to talk to you about how to critique any sort of media. So how to critique any sort of media is based on its entertainment value. I'll look at the pros and cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, it will get a high rating. If the cons outweigh the pros, it will get a low rating. If it's mediocre, the pros or cons will be about equal. I try and keep my reviews as spoiler-free as possible, but in some cases I need, do need to get into spoiler territory, since it may be a major part of my review. But I'll give you an estimated time about how long I'll be talking about the spoilers, so it might be about five minutes, so you can turn off the radio if you don't want whatever I'm reviewing to be spoiled, and hopefully <laughs> tune back in and about whatever I say, so you don't get spoiled. I have two unique rating systems. The first is unique to whatever medium I'm critiquing. So for films, I use popcorns, because that's only what you eat when you go to the cinema. For video games, I use video game controllers, because that's only what you play video games with. And for TV shows, I use televisions, because that's only what you watch TV shows on. The second rating system is, because I'm a film collector, more specifically on Blu-ray, or of digital iTunes HD, I use this as a helpful guide for any other media collectors that may be tuning in to listen to me today. So at the bottom we have to skip it. This is where whatever I'm critiquing has no entertainment value whatsoever, not even it's so bad it's good, like Batman and Robin, that you couldn't laugh at how ridiculous and over the top everything is. Rent it slash stream it is where, for example, if the film's quite recently in cinemas, and I think it's good, but not good enough for you to warrant your money, time, or potentially fuel, depending on where a local cinema is, and you can wait three or four months for it to come out on DVD, Blu-ray, or streaming services, to rent it slash stream it, and I say rent it slash stream it. But the highest honor is obviously to buy it on Blu-ray. This is where whatever I'm critiquing has great entertainment value, and you'll never get tired of watching or playing the video game. So now we're heading into Hellraiser Revelations. Are we rolling? Yes. Can you just shout it downtown LA before we before we say goodbye to it forever? Bye LA! This is gonna be an epic journey. There is no better buzz than a tequila buzz. That is true. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I'm gonna take her home. She's gonna be my souvenir. <sighs> what did you do? I don't know, okay? I don't know what happened, okay? She hit her head or something. I don't know. This will take you beyond the limits. How much do you want for it? It's yours already, Nico. Your wife, why? What was that? I don't really get it. You guys never talk about Steven and Nico. Emma, please. What, please forget that I had a brother? Please forget that my boyfriend disappeared with him? What is on that video camera? Shut up! Ah! It's Steven! 
on Earth. Everyone, just stay calm. So this is a review for Hellraiser Revelations. This is directed by Victor Garcia. The screenplay is written by Gary J.T. The cast stars Stephen Brand, Nick Eversman, Tracy Fairway, Sebastian Roberts, Devin S., Sandy V. Hitrin, Daniel B., J.G., and Stephen Smith Collins. So the synopsis reads... The film follows the fates of two friends who discover a puzzle box that opens the gateway to a realm inhabited by sadomasochistic monsters known as the Cenobites. The film was produced in a matter of weeks due to an obligation on Dimension Films' part to release another Hellraiser film or risk losing the rights of the film series. Due to the quick turnaround time and the rushed production, series star Doug Bradley declined to participate making this the first entry in the series in which he does not play Pinhead. It was released in a single theater for a crew screening that was obscenely open to the public, then released to DVD in October of 2011. This film I was nervous about since this was the first film that didn't feature Doug Bradley as Pinhead, though that aspect and many others surprised me. First to comment on the acting... The two main boys, Steven played by Nick Eversman and Nico played by JG, were excellent in the roles that we follow them in. The respective families that we follow in the present day were good too with Tracy Fairway's Emma being the most memorable of the bunch. So now the elephant in the room, this version of Pinhead. I liked it and though reading up about it there are actually two people that play Pinhead. Stephen Smith Collins plays Pinhead, while Fred Tatterscore, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, voices him, who oddly enough voices Yuzmit Sam and Taz from Looney Tunes. In all honesty, I like Pinhead's voice here, while it probably isn't as iconic as Bradley's, Fred still gives Pinhead enough things different while still being effective in his line readings. At this point, I can't decide whether this is better or worse than Bradley's portrayal. Many people complain that four of the Hellraiser director video sequels didn't feel like Hellraiser films, which in part because originally they were spec scripts, basically a script written in hopes it will be sold and which you do for free, from what I understand, which are rewritten into Hellraiser films. This film corrects the feeling like a direct echo to the original Hellraiser film, though of dis- different aspects to change it from the original. The writing works here like the unique aspect of found footage since Sam and Nico filmed their trip that they went on. There are also a lot of flashbacks cutting from present day to the past to relieve more of what Nico and Steven went through. 
The goal we see in the film is about what you'd expect from a Hellraiser film, though in my opinion the macabre nature looks more realistic and gruesome here. Honestly, I don't have much more to say about the film. But if you didn't like most of the direct-to-video Hellraiser sequels, this film may change your mind on it, though I am in a large minority because this film was quite hated among the Hellraiser fans, as far as I'm aware. Five popcorns out of five. See it once, slash buy it on Blu-ray. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fresh FM. And we're heading into a music break. And I'll see you after the break. And that was Won't Give Up, composed by John Pisano from the video game soundtrack of Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, this is r- most recent game in the Marvel Spider-Man video game series, even though it's made by Insomniac Games. And there's another TV show. I'm pretty sure there's a TV show called Marvel Spider-Man. But this was released last Thursday, if I believe. Yeah, it was on the 12th with the uh, on PS4 and PS5. So this this is played in, as far as I'm aware, just in the menu to either start a new game or load a game. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fish FM, and I'll see you after the break.
And that was Spider-Man, composed by John Pisano from the video game soundtrack of Marvel Spider-Man. So this is one of the main themes of the game. I'm pretty sure it's also played in the main menu where you start a new game or a loaded game. It does also play at certain integral parts of the, the game. I'm John Scott, this is John's Mania Show on Fresh FM, and we're heading back into a music break. And I'll see you after the break. And that was No Other Choice, composed by John Pisano from the video game soundtrack of Marvel's Spider-Man, The City That Never Sleeps EP. So this is played in the original game when Peter has to decide whether or not to give, if I'm, yes, something along the lines of that if he gives the cure to Aunt May who's um, dying from a some sort of illness that uh, the city had um, that a whole her and a whole bunch of other people in, the, in New York su- uh, are suffering from then there won't be enough cure to be given to the rest so it's Peter wrestling with that and in this composition Arme revealing that she knew that Peter Parker is Spider-Man I'm John Scott this is John's Munia show on Fresh FM and we're heading back into a music break And I'll see you after the break. 
And that was Lazarus, composed by James Newton Howard and Hans Zimmer on the film score of Batman Begins. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fish FM, and we're heading back into a music break. And I'll see you after the break.
And that was A Dark Night, composed by Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard, on the film score of The Dark Night. So, this is a theme um, suite containing Batman's new theme, as well as some other secondary themes. Hans Zimmer was the composer of this particular piece. The title comes from Gordon's final monologue when he describes Batman as a silent guardian, a watchful protector, a dark knight. This is from um, the Dark Knight soundtrack track listing where they actually go through the each of the compositions and talk about the key scenes slash notes on Wikipedia. Not sure if it's entirely accurate because people can obviously change change stuff very easily on Wikipedia. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fresh FM. And we're heading back into a music break. And I'll see you after the break.
and that was Doc, composed by Hans Zimmer from the film score of Doc Phoenix. I'm not entirely sure when this plays, but this is when the usually when the Phoenix appears in this movie. Welcome back to John's Media Show, where we'll talk about medium and other stuff. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this session today. But I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to listen to me today. Because otherwise, we'll just be in a room filled with computers, a control panel, speaking into a microphone, all by myself. If you'd like me to critique anything, please go to freshfm.net. We can go to our Facebook page and leave me a post via the visitors posts with your recommendation and the hashtag John's Media Show. If I pick a recommendation, I'll give a shout out to whoever did so. Don't forget to listen to podcasts created right here in the top of the south through freshfm.net and the accessmedia.nz app, where you can find my show and many others. I hope you have all had a wonderful day at school and or work, and I'll hopefully see you all next week. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fresh FM, and I'll hopefully see you all next time. Bye-bye. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.